You are now listening to Chakras and Shotguns. Welcome back to Chakras and Shotguns episode lucky number 13. I'm Jen. And I'm Mick. Welcome back. Hello. How are you? You know, I'm feeling really good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm feeling rejuvenated in Ooh. a lot of ways. We had the, um, the pleasure of attending the Magnolia Retreat. Yes. Uh, this past Saturday. And I think I'm just in a nice reflective refreshed mood yeah we got to do some some meditation some yoga mm-hmm. um do a little bit of sound bath mm-hmm. um yeah just spend some time with some other healers chopping it up networking it was a good time yeah i was really excited um to explore some of these um maybe a little bit more social activities or even just like you know, doing a sound healing that's not necessarily like something on my phone or from an app, like live in the flesh, like hearing hearing that. And I, I've realized that I missed that. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't done yoga in a group setting since COVID. Like the first time was when we went to the retreat. So yeah, it was really, really, really nice. And I'm, you know me, I'm I'm big on ambiance. So like mm. the setting. Was just beautiful, gorgeous, great weather. We're outdoors, sitting in kind of like these pillows and cushions that were underneath underneath these very brightly colored kind of shades. I guess you would call them. Mm-hmm. They were like almost like sheets that were kind of stretched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it was just beautiful. Making our own teas. Yeah, palm trees, magnolia trees. Yeah, all different types of birds flying mm-hmm. by. It was it was great. I just loved it. And we got to travel together and we love to travel, but we have not been anywhere together since February 2020. Yeah. So. And we didn't have our kids with us, which was nice. We did not have our kids with us. And while I miss them and I love my babies, it was nice to not think about dishes or diapers or. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Which is how we've made it through COVID-19, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. Um, so that was nice. I think for me, because I could like not compartmentalize, but like know that that was all being taken care of. And I did not have to do the mental work of thinking through childcare for a period in time. So I could be really present and it was so relaxing. The food was great. Had po' boys made out of oyster mushrooms, vegan game. Mm-hmm. So that was fantastic. Um, and yeah. I, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say shout out to to Zen Z N. Uh, she she provided the food there. Yes. It was delicious in so. the L A area. If you're yeah. looking for a vegan caterer who does the damn thing, yeah, that was great. She was fantastic. Um, fresh juice. We had sessions with McKenna, who it's her company that does the retreat. 
Kira Hayhuler, our fave. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just fantastic. It was fantastic. It was a great day. Great, definitely. great day. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right, so let's um jump into our episode today. Um, do you want to kick us off with the breath work today? Ooh, the breath work. All right. Let's find a comfortable seat. And let's begin. Let's take a deep inhale in through the nose. Inside out, out through the mouth. Let's take another deep inhale in through the nose. And sigh it out audibly, out through the mouth. Now let's seal the lips, but keeping our jaw relaxed, let's take a deep inhale in through the nose and out through the nose. And now that our eyes are closed and we're aware of our breathing, let's just take a moment to check in with our bodies. I want you to feel the ground or your chair where it meets your body, where your feet might touch the floor. And we're just going to scan our bodies up from our feet. Taking another big inhale up through the nose. Exhaling that out through the nose. Coming up from our feet, inhaling, feeling our ankles, our calves, our shins, our knees, our hips, our belly. Still inhaling, feeling our heart, our throat. Coming up to our third eye in the crown of our head. Now exhale that out through the nose. How does your body feel? Do you feel any aches, pains? Do you feel light? Do you feel well? Let's take in another inhale thanking ourselves for this time, thanking our body for being with us and being present in this moment. And exhale out through the nose. And let's get into the episode. As always, great job, Jen. Thank you so much. Thanks, boo. So today we're wrapping up our seven-part series covering the basics of each of the chakras. We covered the first three chakras in episodes four, five, and six. Discussed the heart and the throat in episode nine and ten. And then we covered the third eye in episode 12. Today we end with the crown chakra. Yes, indeed. So the crown chakra is known as the seventh chakra. 
It is located on the top of the head and the energy radiates upwards toward the sky. Uh, and the color of the crown chakra is violet. Yes, so the crown chakra is considered the portal to divine oneness. It is our chakra of prayer. The crown receives that divine energy and distributes it to the other chakras. And it's one that I personally have felt a really strong connection with. I actually um, feel it like as we're recording. So <laughs> story time. So one day I was in like a really deep meditation and the top of my head just started tingling and it just felt like almost like the top of my head went to sleep, but like there was also some pressure there. Um, and I was kind of like, what is going on? And I consulted, um, our favorite medium who hopefully we'll have on the show at some point. And she was like, you're opening up, like your chakras are opening and it's a sign that you're receiving spiritual information like we talked about in our third eye episode that as we start to get more in tune with each of our chakras you're basically just tuning yourself to be able to pick up some of those higher frequencies and so I thought it was wild to me it's since become normal um and they kind of they they kind of interplay with each other so like sometimes I'll feel pressure on my third eye and sometimes I'll feel pressure on my crown. Um, and so I'm doing a little bit of both of that today. And so yeah. I'm like, what y'all got to say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually feeling some, some crown chakra pressure too, as well, which is, which is interesting. I think, um, you know, you're really great at getting deep into meditation. I think for me, it's a little bit harder. And I talked about this in our meditation episode. It's, it's just harder for me to turn my mind off. Um, and so I will get crown chakra pressure when I'm like sleep, but like not quite into a deep sleep. It's like that in-between phase where you're still kind of awake, but not quite sleep. Mm -hmm. I, and I'll oftentimes, if I'm like really clear in my mind, I can feel that that pressure on my ground chakra mm. really distinctly. So um, it's interesting how it, how it manifests itself in different people in different ways, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I briefly, briefly want to talk about Reiki. Um, we're going to do a full episode on Reiki in the future, um, but I've been attuned into Reiki, which is essentially... Um, a form of energy healing. Um, and so the reason why I wanted to bring it up in this episode, you know, Jen talked about how the crown chakra is how you connect to divine energy, right? And so Reiki is all about accessing that divine universal life force energy and then allowing it to flow through your body as a healer to administer it to someone who may be experiencing some sort of pain. And so it's really important chakra when it comes to the whole Reiki principle. So um, just kind of want to put that out there because that's, that's another way in which I use my crown chakra when I'm accessing that that, that Reiki healing energy. Mm, dope. So I think it's a little intuitive haha, <laughs> that the crown chakra is connected to the mind. So higher consciousness, self-awareness, wisdom. I think also um, just a note here is on this journey, like seeing signs from spirit, the divine, you know, even Christians are like, I need a sign, God, you know, seeing those types of signs, you kind of have to 
interpret them sometimes and like interpret what they mean for you. Cause I think you can Google all day. Like, you know, I saw three thirty three on the clock. What's that mean? And so it's also about like getting a little still and seeing what that means for you. And so sometimes for me, or oftentimes if my crown chakra just starts like tingling, I'm, I try and be present and pay attention to what am I doing? What am I hearing? Um, what do I need to pay attention to? And I really feel like for me, that's my um, spiritual tap on the shoulder or a tap on the top of my head, <laughs> um, that what you're getting is wisdom or truth, or this is something that you need to um, absorb and take in and learn from. So I wanted to just call that out when, when I was talking about wisdom for the crown chakra. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I think that kind of covers how the crown is connected to the mind. So thinking about more of the body and biology. So the crown chakra is connected to your central nervous system. Uh, it's also connected to the the muscular system as well as your skin. Yeah, the gland that the crown chakra is specifically related to is your pituitary gland. And that gland is also referred to as the master gland because it tells the other glands to release their hormones. So the crown chakra, the pituitary gland, it's running the show. So biologically, scientifically, medically, if your pituitary gland doesn't function properly, it can affect vital parts of your body like your brain, your skin, your energy, your mood, your reproductive organs, your vision, growth, and more. And I kind of feel like that list is running from the ruta to the tuta of all, everything else that we've discussed in the other episodes about the chakras and and how all of that can play out. Um, so your crown chakra, you want that one to be in balance. Your pituitary gland, you want that to be in health, right? Um, yeah. So, you know, we went into detail in our third eye chakra episode when we talked about how the third eye is associated with a lot of the psychic abilities. We kind of went through the list of clairs. Um, well, the crown chakra also is important um, in those abilities as well. Um, I've heard it described as um, the crown chakra is essentially providing the light that allows the third eye to see. Um, so they're kind of connected together. And I mean, Jen talked about how she feels them at the same time, right? Like she'll she'll feel pressure on her third eye as well as her crown kind of interchangeably or at mm. the same time. Mm. I think I'm going to pay attention to if my third eye is tingling, but my crown isn't, and I can't see nothing. <laughs> so also remember that your crown chakra, like I said earlier, is connected with higher consciousness, which is also referred to as your higher self. So a principle from reincarnation, you chose to live in this body, this version of yourself, right? You know, reincarnation talks about past lives and how you've been other versions of yourself, but, you know, you could have been a different gender, um, a king, a queen, a pauper, you know, a frog. There's <laughs> different um, beliefs within reincarnation. But so the thinking is, is that with you choosing to live this life, like you were like, yeah, I want to be Jennifer, mother of two so far. And be really into yoga. Like, I want to be that version. This is the version I want to be. And so when you entered into this world as a baby, you forgot everything. So 
me, I have no idea like that I chose. Well, now I guess I do. But, you know, you're living this life just like kind of going through life and, and a little bit of like letting life happen to you, I think, too. Yeah, for sure. It's all about like learning specific lessons right. that you feel like are better for the betterment of your of your soul. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So while you're hopefully learning those life's lessons, you're also remembering who you are. So it's like you're coming back to self going inward, which we talk about a lot as well. So part of getting into that crown chakra is getting access to your higher self. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say like, you know, in church, they they always talk about how like, we need to remember that we're children of God, right? And so that we have this connection and we talk about the energy that connects us to God in a Christian sense as being the Holy Ghost, right? Mm. So it's like, when I think about kind of my upbringing and, and some of those sermons that I heard, right? It all relates back to some of these same ideas here um, within the chakra system. So I think I think it's just interesting, something interesting I wanted to point out. No, I love that. I think... Um... As part of this journey and like exploring what it means to us and unpacking and in some ways like feeling like you have to decondition yourself from traditional religion, it's been so interesting. And I might have said this on the podcast before, forgive me, (laughs) but it's been so interesting because it's kind of like the more you kind of think you're distancing yourself, the more you come right back to where you started. So, and I don't know if I've given this analogy either, so forgive me, but I I like to think of it as like one of those huge oil paintings. Have I said this before? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mick Go, always tell, keeps, you, tell your story again. Tell your story again. Mick always keeps me on the up and up and he was like, sequel, we heard it. But I'm going to say it again, Dan. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears, baby. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm, I'm listening. I got my popcorn. I'm, I'm engaged. Don't be chewing popcorn on the mic. <laughs> I like to say that it's a huge oil painting and that if you just had like a small telescope, you would see part of it. And that's true. That's part of that painting. But you're not seeing the whole picture. And so I love instances like like this where we're like, oh, we're we're real deep into the chakras. We opening up our chakra and da, 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 da. And that's so far from Christianity. And then it like it it loops and circles right back. Mm-hmm. To where we started, and there's plenty of books on this, and absolutely, yeah. Um, I'm going to talk about one. I think w- once I finish it, it's like 500 pages, but I'm gonna, once I get to it, I'm, I'll add it to the book club, and we'll talk about the kind of connection with the supernatural and the Bible. Mm. Yeah. So I, I mean, so we approach our spiritual journey definitely as like not um, either or, but you know, just trying to like get closer to the whole holistic. Mm-hmm. A holistic view of of what spirituality and what that what that means for us. But anyway, so if your higher self has already had various past lives, right, and has learned life lessons from all of these past lives, what knowledge and wisdom could you glean from that source of information, which is your higher self? Like that's real like, ooh, but like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you've done some of this sh- before. Okay, like you've had that breakup, you've lost that job, you know, you lost all your money, you were a billionaire. Like you've had all these past lives. Like, so that's the whole idea of deja vu, right? Like, you've you've experienced it before. So, 
So what can your higher self tell you and help guide you through the situation that you're currently in? Yeah, I think that is um, a good segue into what we wanted to talk about, a reference that we saw in pop culture. Yes. And we were kind of deciding, okay, do we want it to make, do we want to make it like our as seen on TV segment or just kind of talk about it in the middle of the episode? So I think we're just going to talk about it right now. Here we are. It's a good transition. Um, So it comes from the TV show Dave, um, which is just finished season two. Um, and it's available on Hulu. Does it come on FX normally or what's the... I think so. Or if X, FX on Hulu, I don't know. One of those. If you're cutting um, the cord or not, I don't know. <laughs> but basically it's like a semi-fictional version of the rapper Lil Dicky, who's a real rapper in real life, but mm-hmm. he kind of has like this fictional storyline. Like based, based on his life. Yeah, it's like a fictional storyline of him as a rapper. Trying to make it. Trying to make it, yes. And so... He's struggling to put together his debut album, essentially, mm-hmm. in season two. His writer's block. Um, and he eventually goes to see the producer, Rick Rubin, famous hip-hop producer. Um, they don't actually show him in the episode. But anyway, he goes to... Oh, he's a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's famous. Um, you know what? Rick Rubin might be listening to the podcast right now. My bad, baby. I'm sorry. Okay? <laughs> so he goes to his house um, and... The house is set up in a very interesting way. It's, it's kind of eclectic. It has, you know, interesting architecture. Um, the staff is kind of quirky. And essentially, they lead him to this sens- sensory deprivation pod. Uh, and they give him some sort of mind-altering substance. Could have been ayahuasca. They didn't really say. Right. Um, and so he lays down in this sensory deprivation kind of pod. It has water in it. Um, and he goes into a very deep meditation. Mm-hmm. You wanna? I don't even know if he like really meant to. Basically, he started tripping, right? He went on a trip, and eventually, as he like navigates through this whole like trip dream sequence, he reaches like a version of himself that is bald and like is in all white or whatever, like looks all ethereal, and basically, it's his higher self, and his higher self is like playing music for him with little dicky like rapping and he's like oh my gosh this sounds amazing can i have that song he was like it's already you already have it i have all of this waiting for you it's already done and so like this connection with his higher self that's just like oh my gosh like you just need to process your shit and like get through it and let's let me show you what's on the other side um so when we were thinking about this episode i was like oh my gosh that episode is like very much so connecting with your higher self who wants the best for you who wants to love on you um which message self-love yep like there is a version of you that just wants to love on you and wants the best for you like are you treating yourself as good as your higher self yeah so to wrap up that story i mean he jumps out of the sensory deprivation pod runs and records his album and i I guess it's successful today they kind of just end the episode right like it's yeah. Ends up going and performing and I think it does well. So Yeah. So I loved I loved that. It was again one of those moments where we're like, whoa, are, are is that his higher self? Is this what we're doing today? So that was awesome. Definitely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about how you might know when your crown chakra is off. Physically, you may experience just a deep fatigue. You know, inability to kind of be coordinated, you feel off just in your movements. 
um, and then chronic tension headaches. Uh, And then from an emotional standpoint, you may feel a sense of disconnection or closed-mindedness. Those are interesting. I'm like, like, do I need to assess some things physically? Because you know I'm clumsy and I'm tired. I thought it was just my headband and like going to bed at one o'clock in the morning every night, but it might be my crown. You know, it may be. I, I think your crown's all right, but you know, you might want to go go look at it. What, what was your oral report? What did it say about your crown on that one? Oh, child, that was so long ago. We need to go do another one. Okay. Because things change. Your you're aura right, can change right, day to day. You're right. You're right. I had one, and this was a while ago too. Um, this is probably about eight months ago. And she was saying that like your aura reading could show if me and you had had an argument and she did my aura reading right after she would be able to like tell. So stay in my business lady. It's like a mood (laughs) ring for your body. It's ever changing. Anyways, back to our planned content, underactive indications uh, for your crown chakra are greed, a lack of inspiration, confusion about what to do and overactive indications so too much energy being distributed from your crown chakra you might experience things like cynicism lack of empathy apathy and a sense of superiority and i guess that could come from like what you're just feeling yourself like you know everything and is that what that is or when i when i saw that i kind of thought about like you know, people say there's like a, a difference between confidence and arrogance. Mm. It's like when you're on that, when you're on the arrogant side of things, and you're just like, "I'm too good for this," and like, you know, you kind of know that vibe, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you've been around people who kind of exude that, mm-hmm. so I think that's that's what it's really referring to. And a lot of times they don't. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, you <laughs> said it, not me. Strong and wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So let's talk about getting your crown chakra back in balance. Similar to the third eye chakra, we've kind of talked about it throughout the episode. Meditation, really important for the crown chakra. So jumping into crystals, uh, I mentioned already that the crown chakra's color is purple. So there are some purple stones that work really well. Um, Purple jasper, purple sapphire, purple opal. I just got one of those. I'm excited to spend some time with that one. Um, as well as some of the clear crystals like clear quartz, selenite, or Lemurian quartz. Is that how you said it? Is it Lemurian or Lemurian? 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 Okay. Ooh, that Texan came out. Lemurian? Um, <laughs> whoops. That, that quartz. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> that used to came out over there. Hey, you know, it just pops out every now and then. <laughs> Yoga. We're going to keep it real simple with corpse pose, otherwise known as savasana, otherwise known as lay your ass down and take a nap. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's um one of my favorite poses. Is it really just like laying down like a corpse? Like, is that? Yeah. Okay. Because I don't remember ever doing this one in any of the yoga I've done. So I... This is, this is. I mean, you're not going to do this in the middle, like actively. I've never really experienced anyone being like, yeah, next we're going to do Savasana. You do it at the end. Okay. So you just lay down on your back comfortably um, and relax. And I think. <laughs> That's my new favorite pose. <laughs> I'm doing yoga, y'all. Leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, technically, we probably all do a little yoga at the end of the night. All right. With Savasana. Um, 
and just, you know, resting, being present. It's a good way to meditate. If you feel like you're just like falling asleep, then maybe you want to sit up. But I, I love corpse pose because I think it's like active rest. Like you're like, I am on purpose resting. Um, another one for crown chakra hit stand. Now this one, um, be careful y'all. I'm not going to try to do that one. Like that, I feel like that should be like a warning. Like you got to be intermediate or it's advanced to try, start trying to do that. Or, you know, did gymnastics as a kid or something. I'm no, not, you don't need to do gymnastics. I mean, you, did you do some flips as a kid? Not really. Uh, okay. I'm got, not, I'm not doing it. I'm corpse pose. Y'all, y'all do that history. I'm, <laughs> I'm laying down. I have cartwheel under my belt and that's it. Um, which is great about having young kids because I'm Simone Biles out here when I do a cartwheel, okay? <laughs> the goat. Um, yeah, headstand. You can get someone to spot you. You can get, um, you can use a wall to kind of like spot you, which is what I do when I'm feeling a little off balance. Um, ooh, fun story. I was six months pregnant, still active in yoga, thought I was doing the damn thing. Did a headstand. My center of gravity was all the way off because I had a whole Yoshi egg on the front of my body. And I rolled into this woman. <laughs> I rolled into this woman and like kicked her over. <laughs> I tried to catch it, but I couldn't. I was mortified. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Now, community, she said, um, it's okay. I did the exact same thing when I was six months pregnant. <laughs> So, you know, again, if you're pregnant, if you if you are advanced or experienced in yoga and you do headstands or whatever, and you don't think you need a spotter or whatever, then go for it. But like if you have neck issues, head issues, um, and this is not something that you just do in your day to day, I would advise against it. If you are pregnant, even if you're like, girl, I've been doing yoga or whatever, you do not know when that switch will flip and that seesaw will change okay just come on over with me and do, do the corpse <laughs> pose let them let them do that well if you're heavily pregnant also don't do corpse pose like lay on your side um okay. you know just uh, okay and when you get to the position the point of pregnancy when you can't be on your back for a long time then don't do that either so so pregnant women just like go lay down go lay down on your side <laughs> and just hang out okay so yes that's jen's yoga segment and fun story all right. Um, so some affirmations. Um, I am at peace. I honor the divine within me. And I am open to divine wisdom. Mm. Also, let's pay attention to our dreams. As always, a dream is not just a dream. There's a lesson. There's something else going on. Hell, you might even astral project, um, which is like your spirit body, your light body traveling in the astral realm yeah go watch the netflix show behind her eyes they get Ooh, into all of that um, yeah that's a good one yeah that's a good one um so yes so pay attention to your dreams and you want to connect with the element thought so um and i think that's just really a good meditation that's a good meditation it's a good rule of thumb like what are you thinking about like what what is the undercurrent of thought that's going on um yeah. what are you telling yourself um you know like sometimes i like click on the wrong file or whatever at work and i'm like oh, i'm so crazy or oh, that was so stupid why would you say that why would you say that to yourself mm-hmm 
especially your higher self is up there like yeah i've always heard like think about how you speak to yourself and think if think about if one of your friends was saying that to you would you still be friends with them mm-hmm. so all right um parting words on the crown chakra get into it um tap into your clairs Tell us all your visions and dreams and meditations. And I love it. I love a crown chakra. It's awesome. All right. Awesome. Um, before we go, we did have a closing segment. So I wanted to do another round of shit happens. Um, today, I want to talk about a everyday carry item. So a lot of preppers use the acronym EDC for everyday carry. It basically means just like the stuff they have on them at all times uh, in case of a prepping uh, or an emergency situation and that they need to have their preps ready for. Um, so a lot of folks will carry like, you know, multi-tool, um, some sort of lighter, um, a flashlight, all different types of things. Um, I just don't like to have a whole lot of stuff in my pocket like that. Like I'm, I'm I like to keep it simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, one great item that I like, and I actually just bought a new one because the first one I bought was about five years old, uh, but it's called a tactical pin, um, P-E-N. Um, basically, it's a, a writing instrument that also has other bells and whistles on it. Um, so the reason why they call it a tactical pin is that there's one end typically that you can use that's like a glass shatterer. Um, shattering metal tip thing that can also be used as a defensive weapon if needed right like you could basically stab someone with it uh if you were in a situation where you needed to defend yourself um so that's where the tactical piece comes in um you can shatter windows with it some of them have flashlights associated with them some of them have a multi-tool um the one i just bought is from the atomic bear brand and so that one does have um, a flashlight on it. It does have um, a part where you can unscrew it and it has a little bit of a, of a multi-tool. So it has like some screwdriver um, pieces on it as well. Um, so it's pretty versatile. Don't have to carry a lot of stuff in your pocket. Really slim, light. Um, and so, yeah, I really like that that item to have as, as an everyday carry option. Or your purse. Yeah. You can fit in a clutch. Yeah. Um, double check if you can take that on a flight. You can definitely not take that Oh, one. okay. That's, that's definitely not a, a TSA approved You're talking about situation. a shank on the tool. <laughs> Watch out. It's like a little, like basically, you know, the when I talked about like the, the glass breaker for mm-hmm. your car, it essentially has that tip, but it's smaller on the end of a pin. Okay. So you could, again, break the glass with it, but if you needed to defend yourself with it, it has that, that option. I mean, anything sharp could be used to defend yourself, right? Right, right. I think the, the point is that you could use that specifically Oof. for it if you needed to. Okay, watch out now. What's your tactical <laughs> pen? Let me get you one too. Yeah. All right, we'll check them out. I love a good gadget. Um. All right. So, um. Hopefully, hopefully, you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um. As always, send us any questions. Um. To chakras and shotguns at gmail dot com. Check out the show notes. Um, for all of the fascinating tidbits that we've covered today on the crown chakra, crystals and yoga and people we love and Magnolia retreat and all of that good stuff. So we'll definitely include tags and links in the show notes so you can find out more about that. 
Yeah. And as always, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. uh, and leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. All right. Namaste. Namaste.